0: Hey, and welcome to The Plastic Podcast, episode number one, or as I like to call it, the phantom menace of podcasts. Uh, My name is Brian, and I come to you from uh, my garage. Uh, You might have seen or heard of my website. It's plasticandplush.com. I've been running that for 15 years, probably over 15 years. And, um, it's pretty much where I go to, to post about new art, new collectible toys. Um, we like to call them collectibles because we're, we're adults here and, you know, we don't, we don't play with toys. We just put them in, in, um, in a locked glass safe. So our children cannot cannot touch our toys. They have their own toys. Don't mess with ours. So the the idea behind this podcast that I started is uh, I, I, I want to speak with creative people, whether it be from the the art world, the toy world, um Whatever world, you know, if you're if you don't do something entertaining and creative, I'd, I'd like to speak with you. And this first episode, I speak with um, an artist that I've 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 known for a while. Um, his name is Mike Slobot of Slowbots.com, And he produces a a lot of artwork with a robotic theme. Um, He recently released a a set of prints, but he also does customs. Uh, His customs are, you know, either they're for group shows. He also does commissions. And I'm assuming that he just does one-off inspired customs, that sometimes might make their way to his shop on his website. So, um, I guess for the next half hour, you're going to be listening to Mike Slobot and myself chat. You can hear a nice thunderstorm going on in the background because I am literally sitting in a garage with a lot of junk in it. It's my garage and it's, it's quite po- possible that, that there are going to be cats around me. So you might hear me yelling. I'm guessing not, um, but it's, it's really hot in this garage. And, um, so I want you to think about that. Think about that while, while you're listening to this. Um, so Listen, uh, listen to Mike Slowbot and myself. All right. So, um, do you want to uh, sort of tell us about yourself? Uh, you know, this is Mike, and you go by Mike Slowbot. Is that right? That's right.
1: I go by Mike Slowbot all day, twice on Sundays
0: okay um <laughs> and your website is uh www.slowbots.com it's s-l-o-b-o-t-s.com
1: that's right yeah
0: and um i guess you know we could just jump right in and uh so how long have you been uh been doing
1: artwork well artwork i since uh Probably about third grade or so. <laughs> professionally, I, uh, maybe. Uh, professionally. Well, you know, I had my first show in fifth grade. So, you know, I don't know if, if that counts. So, <laughs> gotcha. and uh, my claim to fame was my elementary school kept a piece of my art in the president or uh, not uh, president, uh, the principal's office for like, I don't know, 15 years or something crazy like that. Funny nice. thing, I guess. It's kind of weird, but I guess. So, but uh, have I been doing art professionally probably since about 2004? Okay. But when I started the slow bots, uh I had uh I painted on and off all all of my life, but the slow really kinda started in two thousand four.
0: Yeah, I actually have uh have a, a custom piece that you did. I think it's uh custom Nupa uh by yeah. yep. David Horvath and uh yep. and Sun Min Kim. Yep.
1: Um, uh, I remember s- doing that for you. I called it slow plastic, I think
0: yes yep so um, to sort of take us through how you uh, design a lot of your you know your your custom pieces because a lot of it is uh, it's you know a, a basic figure and then you add a lot of these robot sort of uh, you know accoutrements to to it
1: yeah Uh, let's see how does that start i don't i don't know usually i just get inspired by the shape of something or you know a couple times well not a couple times i've done quite a few of those shows where somebody just sends me a blank and says here do something
2: Mm
1: -hmm. uh so uh i I, you know i don't know i just kind of look at it and I, i collect plastic pieces i love plastic and so uh i have bins and bins full of plastic stuff i've gotten over the years from secondhand stores and just stuff I keep around, bottles and stuff. So usually, uh, I'll have a piece there that, that is probably driving it, maybe even more than the the vinyl toy itself. You know, okay. like a, it could be a you know
2: a Christmas ball. I mean, I've I've used all sorts of stuff. So you know, uh,
1: I've got this plastic bunny uh, sitting here on my studio right now that I I snapped the ears off of it and started turning it into a robot. So. <laughs> and I had two of them. So I, I'm hoping, you know, when I finish the, uh, the, uh, I guess I'll call it a custom because I don't think anybody would know where it came from. But I'll probably take a picture of it next to the other one so people could see. It wasn't like it was some kind of like store display for Easter or something mm-hmm. like a 12 inch tall plastic bunny. <laughs>
0: now, a lot of, a lot of your, uh, um you know, a, a lot of your artwork, you know, you, you also do, uh, paintings and drawings. And I think, uh, I've seen that you have uh, prints available to, uh, yeah, through just, your site. Just Started the prints actually. Okay. A lot okay. of them, you know, are, are robot based. Um, like w- what, uh, growing up, uh, I'm just assuming that we're sort of around the same age. Um, That's right. I'm 25. Yep. Yeah, me too. Uh, so, so I, I'm, you know, like we, we grew up with a lot of, uh, you know, like transformers, those sorts of things. What, what sort of inspired you? Uh, what sorts of things did you collect as a kid, I guess?
1: You know, when I was a kid, I, I had some GI Joes, I had some star Wars stuff and, uh, I had a couple transformers too. I probably had a lot of toys. It's hard, you know, some of it, it's hard to remember what I had, but my favorite were these things called Adventure People. Okay. They were by Fisher Price. And they were, uh, they came out actually before the uh, Star Wars figures, but they're, the figures are about the same size. Uh, but they had spaceships and uh, race cars and all sorts of stuff like that. So those were my favorite toys. But, you know, the funny thing is, none of that stuff got me into robots. Okay. I, I wasn't really in, I mean, I played with toys, but I was a skater when I was a kid. I mean, I I skated and I was outdoors all the time. I surfed. I mean, I grew up in South Florida, so you know I was at the beach a lot. And that, it wasn't, uh, I don't know, I, I don't think I came to robots the way a lot of people do. You know, I didn't play EMB mm-hmm. or any of that kind of stuff. You know, I, did, I didn't do the typical things that lead one to this place. And, and I'm not a science guy either. So. <laughs> It Kind of happened an, on a whim, so mm-hmm. uh, my wife actually. I was starting to paint one day, and uh, I used to paint a lot of abstracts, and I still do a little bit of that kind of stuff. And uh, I had uh set my canvas out, and I, I paint uh, like uh, with the canvas laying down, yeah, okay. uh, not on an easel. And so I had it uh, sitting in the middle of the floor of our apartment. I had my paints out, and my wife just kind of said, Oh, hey, you know, why don't you paint me a robot? I'm like, Well. Okay, so I did, <laughs> and uh, that's how I actually realized it. it's been 15 years because I I was doing a, another interview with a, a site recently, and they asked me how it all started, and I'm like, well, you know, it was this robot, and so I went and I have that painting still. It's it's big, and it's just I don't know. It's one my wife has said, let's not let that one go. We'll just keep it. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, went and looked at it. I'm like, wow, no, 2004, huh? So anyway, it you know, just kind of started on a on a whim and. I looked at that and I'm like, you know, what? I'd love to try to make a sculpture of that. And and the first first sculpture was, it was a sad affair.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure I've I've tried doing that before, too. And I've tried, uh, I've been in in a few uh, art shows back in the day doing customs. And yeah, uh, yeah, it usually never turned out very well for me.
1: (laughs) So I hope mine have grown over the years, but that first one was definitely rough. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it, it wasn't. I wouldn't. Well, I, it was a custom, in as much as you could call a, a uh, oatmeal container, getting cu- turned into a robot, customizing. I guess, but that—that <laughs> that was the uh, part of it that uh, that informed the shape.
0: So, so what are you currently working on?
1: You know, right now, uh, I've got. I, I always have several. Robots sitting around here that are getting work done because I don't, um, I can sculpt. I want to say that. I mean, you know, I can make things out of clay and I do that occasionally, but most of the time I'm sticking pieces together. So right now I've got two, three, there's five sitting on the workbench here in various levels of finishness. Uh, some of them are waiting for the right piece to, to complete it. So and I I've basically been focusing back on that this year. I did two solo shows last year. Uh not on purpose. It just kinda of worked out. Two different galleries offered me the space. So I took it and did it. And that it took a lot of energy. I never mm-hmm. realized how much it would take to do a solo show. And I did well, I think it was fifty pieces at one and sixty at the other. And I, for both shows it was probably about ninety new pieces. And I reshowed some of them at the two, but at the second show, but the, uh, you know, it was really great, but at the same time, it was exhausting. <laughs> yeah. So this year I've been focusing more on just creating art for myself. And then, uh, I added the prints, which I'm really happy about because the sculptures take a lot of effort. You know, mm-hmm. I was, uh, you know, Jeremy Broutman, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So Jeremy, Jeremy and I were talking back, uh, probably about 2009. Once he was, he used to write for a site called Toy Site. hmm and uh, he said, you know, uh, what's the difference between making a big robot and a small robot? And I thought about it. I'm like, well, you know what? Pretty much nothing. <laughs> you know, whether he's three inches tall or 36 inches tall, they still take a lot of effort for me for some reason. You know, and I, I see people that can just knock customs out overnight. Mm-hmm. That, that's not how that works for me. You know, so so I've, I've been uh, leaning towards the prints and I've spent a decent amount of time working on them this year uh, as a way to share the art without having to make a new robot each time and then the other thing i'm hoping to do this year which i I understand we are cresting september and i'm still saying hoping to get to this year uh is i have tons of paintings that have never seen the light of day so i would like to get them photographed and put them up so you know kind of revamp the website and stuff Mm -hmm. get because i feel like i've got more to show than just toys and you know though and uh it's all robot based. I mean even stuff that some people might say they're abstracts it's still to me it's still like a close up of a robot. So
0: Okay. And you also have a you have a an I guess an installation uh exhibition at uh at the Piedmont Airport, is that right?
1: Yeah, in, in Greensboro, North okay. Carolina. That's up for a year. It's kinda cool you know they're sitting there uh there's two in one case and three in another case they're like little four foot tall museum cases and they're uh right as people come out of the uh they call it the jetway like for arrivals so there's mm-hmm. like a little arrivals thing there so they're just sitting right there so it's kind of cool you know it's, it's impressive to look at too to see them uh, you know i think for me yeah at least.
0: now um Do you have anything planned for, for, I guess the rest of this year going into next year?
1: I I think I'm just going to focus on making new art and getting some of it out. Uh, you know, like I've I've really been enjoying making the prints. Mm -hmm. So that's, again, there's probably a pile of those too that haven't been put up yet. And, uh, I've been trying to explore my influences because people ask that too, you know, what influences you? And I really like, uh, 50s, 60s art, uh, okay. Warhol, Jasper Johns, that sort of stuff. But then I also really like mid-century design so, uh, and space age stuff. So I started trying to make robots that reflect that. You know, so that's what the latest round of prints, actually, are based on mid-century modern uh, radios and TVs. i using a radio as a head of each mm-hmm. robot and a TV or a TV as a head now if you could um
0: i guess choose uh you know your top 3 robots um you know since it since you are mike slowbot you know you should you should be able to to let me know what what are your your top 3 robots of all time just i guess in in
1: sort of in pop culture uh okay. uh well i i'm going to group one set into the uh I love the whole robot universe from Isaac Asimov.
2: Okay. You no, know, it's
1: iRobot, but it's more than that. And you know, a lot of people only know that movie with Will Smith, which
2: mm-hmm.
1: right up there is one of my favorites, but uh that he's got a whole universe based around these robots and the kind of their struggle for existence and acceptance and uh so I'm gonna say first it's iRobot, uh and I really like the movie version of Sonny. but then there's also a. uh, uh it's called, uh, the movie's called Bicentennial Man with Robin Williams in it. Okay. And yeah, I, don't I, I remember,
0: the, I remember and the, poster, the poster
1: from that is pretty you know, he, memorable. He plays, a, he plays a robot that becomes sentient and uh, starts actually making art, which is funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, over like 200 years, he has himself turned into a human, basic, basically. I mean, he's still a robot at core, but in the end, he actually lets himself die. Okay. Uh, so there's that. And then uh, I love the Iron Giant. It's one of my, you know, all-time mm-hmm. favorites. I still rewatch that one. And then what would be my third favorite robot? Uh, I, I, you know, I like, uh, I like these robots that are, I'll, I'll say they're, um, you know, like number five and uh, from Short Circuit. These robots that are, maybe they're designed to be weapons, but they've got a personality and they're, they're non-destructive.
2: Hmm.
1: so i wouldn't i'd say again like number three is gonna have to be like a grouping of 80s kind of robots like number five and then uh and there's this one movie i watched just recently with, uh, it's an old 80s movie and i'd never heard of it before which is weird but it had all these little flying robots and it had like steve gutenberg in it Oh, was uh batteries not included <laughs> Batteries not included yeah it was a couple years ago i watched it it was on netflix or something and a uh, i cracked myself up watching i'm like that's so silly but that's the kind of robots i like
0: so well yeah i remember that that movie as a kid i used to that was one of the the go-to movies for me as a kid i think it had like like jessica
1: tandy in it and steve gutenberg and yeah yeah i I just remember the the little kind of just robots made out of junk is what they look like to me you know so Yeah. yeah i just realized you know that robin williams played a robot twice okay he was a sort robot of. in bicentennial man but he also okay. is uh he's the robot in um robots the movie he said it's a okay um, I think he's, the he's animated, animated film actor. yeah the animated film that's that's a funny thing i guess i never noticed before hmm.
0: so you know uh, whenever i see a piece that you've done it's, it's recognizable um you know, I think that, that you, you have like a, a unique style. Um, is that something that you, that you try to, to keep, um, you know, or do you think that you would ever sort of venture out of the, the slow bot robot type of, uh, realm into, well, into something else? You
1: mean other art or other robots? I guess, I guess, uh, other art. Well, I mean, I, you know, I, I still paint other things, but still, every time I think I'm going to ditch the slow bot to move on to something else, I I make another robot or I have another idea. And so, you know, I don't know, I don't see it ending. And I thought it would have by now. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I was almost astonished when I realized that it's been 15 years doing this because I'm time flies, I guess. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's been really fun. Uh, it's been challenging sometimes, you know, but I don't see you stopping doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was thinking about this call today while I was uh, working and doing some stuff and I don't actually want a robot in my house, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny that I make them, you know, and, and when I started making them, you know, I, uh, I loved the Jetsons as a kid, you know, and that the whole idea of Rosie, the robot, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. You know. And she was cool and, you know, she was Elroy's friend and whatever. And uh, But the more I think about it, the less I want, or, you know, a, a giant computer falling around recording everything I do. It's bad enough my phone does that, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like it's almost a security risk <laughs> to have mm-hmm. robots, but yet I, I'm fascinated by it still too. So, you know, and now we've got all this growth in AI and, uh I'm a graphic designer by trade. So, you know, uh, a lot of my clients are tech clients. Okay. So they're, they're all working on AI stuff, which, you know, always makes my wife laugh. If I get off the phone, I'm like, yeah, let's just talk to my client. And they need me to help, you know, do some stuff here with their AI. it's all graphic design based stuff. So it just cracks me up. So, you know, because at, at the core, I'm listening to them talk about making their software smarter and i'm thinking you know i don't want any of that stuff in my house <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you know
0: i don't do know if you to get off track there Oh no. uh do you do you sort of uh, well, i guess want to just give like a rundown of like you know uh which I can sort of edit in uh of your the website, you know, your web address, I guess,
1: uh, you know, any like Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, uh, sure. Well Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'm at Slowbot okay. That's at the S L O B O T. And uh <clears throat> web address is Slowbots s l-o b-o-t-s dot com.
0: Uh, Now you you sell everything and you also take commissions through
2: through your website. Is that
1: correct? Yeah, sure. I do commissions and I uh, I've done I I, I keep an Etsy shop up too. Okay, Uh, that's that's actually where I started putting the prints. But most everything that's in Etsy is on my personal site. Uh, I don't always put the the bigger robots and stuff haven't don't usually end up on Etsy though. They stay on the on the main site. but yeah, I love commissions. I've done all sorts of crazy things. Uh, I'm not really into sports, so that that was the the only weird commission request I ever got. Well, I got you know what? I guess I got two of those that were sports related. Okay, I, sh- I should clarify. I guess I've I've never been into team sports like baseball, football, and stuff like that. Much mm-hmm. to my par- my parents' chagrin, because both of them were kind of a little more jockish and stuff and so <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm here one to skateboard and whatever my dad was a good sport though he built me a half pipe in my backyard with a kid oh nice but nice. uh i had somebody ask me if i would make a a robot themed uh, a baseball themed robot and i can't remember what team it was i, I want to say it was like cleveland indians or something okay. and at first I thought maybe i was getting punked because <laughs> I wasn't sure, but we talked back and forth about it and it ended up never going anywhere. But I remember talking about it and thinking, you know, this is, this, this is going to be a stretch for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's, that's probably earlier not- this year. This guy contacted me too and asked me if I would be willing to make a robot that had a tanned. he wanted it to look like a tanned g- glove kind of finish. And all I can think is he said like an old baseball glove. Okay. We'll, we'll see what happens if that comes together or not, but.
2: Hmm.
1: He seemed like an older guy, uh, okay. like a clock radio. Uh, he he repairs vintage radios or something.
0: Okay, that
1: was a funny thing. So
0: hmm. uh, interesting. And then I, maybe uh, maybe he didn't uh, actually see any of your other <laughs> any of your other art. If he wants you to, yeah, to, <laughs> to make a, a baseball mitt or something.
1: Well, that's the thing that that request came through slowbox.com. So I, okay. I, I'm guessing they. <laughs> that person had seen that and I uh, think that the, uh, the older guy this year, that was in January this year. The, yeah. So we talked about it. We'll see what happens. You know, I, I might do it just to try. Cause I, I, you know, I, I end up using all these plastic pieces, but I always, I feel like I always faux paint them to metal.
2: Okay.
1: And, uh, so I think it'd be fun to try to make one look like it was like, uh, softer or something. You know, we'll see. I don't know if that's possible.
0: Yeah. Well, is there anything else that you that you wanted to mention?
1: Um, that's a good question. That's a loaded question. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> uh no. Uh check out my website. Check out my prints. I'm I'm always happy to make custom stuff, but you know, I'm always making work all the time. It's one of those things, you know.
0: So there you have it. That was episode number one of the plastic podcast. I sat down with Mike Slobot of Slobots.com and we sort of discussed his, his uh, approach to art and what was going on in his world, in the Slobot world. I have plans for uh, additional podcasts after this one, at least additional episodes, not completely different podcasts. So I have some folks, uh, you know, scheduled, slated thoughts. But if you are interested in your creative person and you want to uh, maybe chat with me, chat me up, get on here so that, you know, all of 17 people will likely hear you, you can shoot me an email. My email address is Brian. That's B-R-I-A-N at plastic and plush.com. And, um, you know, the future, I wish I had some sort of, um, some sort of great saying that I could go out on, but you know, this is, this is what you get. Um, you know, it's free. And I'm doing this in my garage, where, as you could tell from the the interview, um, it's not very soundproof. There's a lot of thunder going on um, outside, so be careful. Be careful out there, because when there's thunder, there's, there's lightning. And now you can listen to this.